Welcome back to the Resiliency Ninja Podcast. I'm your host, Allison Graham, and this is the beginning of season two. Thank you to all who have been wondering, when is it starting? Well, it turns out it's starting right now. This episode is actually a result of a conversation with someone who is a colleague, a friend, and we were doing some strategy work and and developing some programs that I have coming up that I'm serving in the corporate market around resilience. And I asked her, I said, so what comes to mind for you when I say resilience? And she said, well, you know, if you lose your job or somebody dies or something like that. And I was like, oh, wow, interesting. Because that to me is what I would call big R resilience. Catastrophic external events that you really, you have no control over. And I believe that we need to be able to heal from those times and and know our own selves enough that we know what it takes for us to get through that grieving process But I also feel that human nature is going to get you through it. At some point, you know, if you lose somebody who you love, you know, you you have to go through that grieving process. We can't mental toughness our way through it. We can't, you know, resiliency ninja our way through it. Because at the end of the day, we have to create a new way that we look at our world because it's been shaken to its core. And that big R resilience is important to learn the skills so you have it but those are the big storms in our lives and there's a lot more time in our lives that we're spent you know just showing up showing up to work with a smile on our face when you know you had a fight with your spouse or with one of your kids or uh, you're feeling self-doubt or you don't have confidence or uh, maybe you're you know, sick of the traffic, the commute back and forth to the office. Maybe you've got a coworker who is a bully or complains too much and is bringing you down and sucking the energy and enthusiasm right out of your life. Those are the things in between the big life events that have the greatest impact on our overall quality of life and how successful we'll be. And if we don't figure out how to manage that, how to deal with the grind, then not only do we not have the the coping capacity and the threshold available to deal with the big life adversities so we can truly heal from those, but we are spending our time probably quite unhappy in cases or very stressed out or feeling like we're on the rat race and that we ju- we just going through the motions of life and maybe not even feeling the emotions of life or blaming everyone else for everything that's going on in our life. And so the work of the Resiliency Ninja podcast and my keynote speeches at conferences and my corporate programs sharing where p- teams can actually go through and learn the Resiliency Ninja formula that's the stuff that will shift how we show up for life every day. And when we can shift that, then the overall quality of life increases. So let me give you two examples that uh, two great stories that I love from one of my clients. I gave a speech and it was to middle management. So senior managers in the room. And I heard the week later what what the result of that was. And in this case, one of the senior managers walked into who she reports to and said, I heard that speaker last week. 
and I recognize that I'm caught in the victim trap and I'm complaining too much. And I think I may be a big part of the problem with our team dynamics. And so the senior leader said to me, you know, when my jaw got off the ground and uh, I said, what are you going to do about it? And she said, well, I, I recognize it and that's the first step and I'm going to use that girl's formula and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get better. So now let's think about this. That type of self-awareness, it doesn't go away. Once you've seen, you can't unsee. And like that makes me feel grateful that I could be a part of this person. I don't even know who it is uh, because I, you know, there are hundreds of people in an audience. You don't get to hear the stories. You hear from the leadership as a feedback after the event, or you get a note from somebody and you, you've never seen them, you know, eyeball to eyeball. So, I, but here's the thing, that senior manager, so let's say she has 40 direct reports or people on her team who she's responsible for, or maybe it's even 10, or maybe it's 100. I don't even know. It doesn't matter. But if she shows up 10% better, if she gets out of the victim mentality, if she steps up and says, you know what, I, I am not going to complain. I'm going to put a lid on that. I'm not, not going to let people on this team go down the rabbit hole of complaining about what else is going on and, you know, what corporate did and head office and how they need to be smarter, all of that. If, if she even just 10% better, Think about the ripple effect of what that does for that office, how other people then can show up without that sense of having the, you know, the enthusiasm sucked out. I'm going to share with you another story. And this is where everyday resilience is, I believe, the gateway to improving the quality of your life. A fellow came up to me after a speech. And he had tears in his eyes and he was, you know, sharing with me that he and his wife has really, really struggled because they, uh, they have a child with um, an autism diagnosis and they have spent their time trying to fix the autism is what he told me. And he said, when I listened to your speech, I realized that we can't fix that. We don't need to fix that. What we need to do is we need to take a step back and figure out what are the obstacles that are presented from that adversity with that challenge that, that, that we can't, you know, maybe a miracle. We want to, uh, you know, it's one of the chapters in my book, Married My Mom, Birth the Dog, How to Be Resilient When Life Sucks. I say, expect miracles, strategize solutions. Okay, we'll do a talk on that. One of the Facha Fridays will be that. But he said, I realize we need to not be focusing on trying to get rid of the diagnosis. We need to look at what are the obstacles that come from the diagnosis so that we can better prepare him for having, a, you know, a functioning life and we can have a smoother, less disappointing existence, right? And so that kind of story. So that's the difference between a big R resilience, dealing with a diagnosis, uh, if, if that's something that you haven't come to grips with yet or, or uh, accepted, versus dealing with the day-to-day grind and challenges that may come from that diagnosis. And that's the difference between everyday resilience and big R resilience. If you need to go climb yourself a mountain, if you want to go up and, you know, Mount Everest, 
and climb that. You know what? It's a finite, finite experience. It's a, it's going to be hell going up that, that mountain. And you know, a lot of resiliency speakers I love listening to them because they get me all motivated as they maybe do you as well. But I'm never going to climb a mountain. <laughs> like It's not happening. Whatever your mountain is, it's finite. It's like when you get to the top, you got to go through all the challenges on the way, but then it's done. It's not real life. Then you got to go back home. Then you've got to go back to the office. Then you got to go deal with that difficult coworker who's driving you crazy. Then you've got to go like go and you're you're stuck in a an unhealthy non-communicative relationship that you're still not leaving. Whatever it is, you've got to go back to the day-to-day grind. And so this podcast is about the grind, not the storm. That's what this is all about. So for you, I want to hear from you. What do you hear when you hear the words resilience? What do you think of? And does it shift now that I've said resilience at work? Does it shift if you say resilience in your life? And how does it land differently for you if we talk about big R resilience versus everyday resilience? Thanks for joining me. Love getting to share ideas with you. I'm happy to be back for 2019 with what we're going to call season two. And I've got some great guests lined up. If you have anybody who you think I need to interview who has some great insights, let me know. Happy to look at that as an option. And also, please let people know about this. I want to rock the uh, keynoting and serve the world in this Resiliency Ninja movement. And I need your help to do that because the only way people are going to hear about me and know that I can offer these keynotes is if you are out there telling them and helping to spread the word. So please do that. And thank you in advance for that. Don't forget to subscribe. Have an amazing day. Own it. And if you're not showing up the way you should be showing up today, it's in your power to shift it. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.